All right, let's do it. All right, let's yeah, let's get this. back. <laughs> Sorry. Get this over with. Is that what you're about to say? No, I just <laughs> said let's do it. No, no that's what it sounded like Curtis was about no, to say. No, I just was like, like, all right, let's get this over with. <laughs> Bourbon podcast, and I got two guys who haven't been on in like what, like two months now at least. It's been a while. <laughs> I, I just woke up. I was here yesterday. What happened? Where did you come from? Yeah, what in the Have world? Have you been world? in my basement? We drink last time. You've been in my basement? <laughs> oh no. Anyway, I've always been here. Anyway, Curtis and Tanner are back. Welcome, welcome, guys. Hi. Hope What's up? Hope you're well. It's uh, you know, we've been uh, all kind of trying to coordinate schedules and everything, and it hasn't worked out until until now. Time sucks, um, but yeah, we does. need more of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting my petition for the 48-hour day now. Yes, <laughs> you still have no to sleep. sleep. No, yeah, I would still sleep. Let's in the eradicate middle. sleep by 2020. Yeah. Well, let's just move. Who the, needs it? Let's move the Earth like closer to the sun. There you go. And that way, like we have a longer day. Yeah. That. We'll, we'll grow accustomed to it eventually. Sure, but, it'll be yeah. hot for a little while, but yeah. Okay, so before we get into everything, a um, couple of quick notes. Uh, the first thing is that. We are going to start doing something new on the show. I'm going to be filming the review uh, and putting that up for Patreon subscribers cool. um, for a little bit of extra content. So towards the end, I, I'll you know just take a quick like two second break and go, hey, we're filming. So just so you're <laughs> aware of that before that we I'm get on video. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I guess I have to put my shirt on. Um, yeah. <laughs> put your black shirt on. <laughs> yeah. For those of everyone you're that you're starting the video today. Here. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You'll right. see why if you're a Patreon. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We'll just leave. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I got um, to goof on these guys real hard. Second thing is that um, I uh, announced this on my live stream last week, but I'm officially going to be at the Southern Whiskey Society event at the end of this month on August 25th. Um, it's an event put on by what? No. Oh, no. All right. Um, it's an event put on by uh, Made South. Uh, Chris Thomas is the guy who runs that company. And our friends over at the podcast, Quill and the Grease, are going to be there. Um, I'll get there in, in okay. just a second because yeah, yeah. this is something else that I wanted to, yeah, to talk I about. I don't want to drink it yet. Um, this Sorry, is also, guys. No, it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. Like, he's jumping the gun. Um, this is also officially, uh, or actually, you know, I'll be, I'll be at that uh, Made South event. So if you want to come and check that out and be there with me, we're going to drink some bourbon and eat some good food and have, have a good Yay. time. So, um, and look out for that. I'll also post uh, a link to tickets in the description of the episode. Um, next thing, this is actually my birthday episode because the day after, or the day when this one comes out is the day after my birthday. Oh yeah! So yeah. happy birthday! <laughs> birthday. So lots of Future fun. Parents? Lots of fun yeah. this week. <laughs> and then the other thing is we owe Curtis a big congratulations because he just got engaged um, to his now fiance Allie. Um, and so I figured I'd pour something a little bit special for us uh, in honor of that. This is uh, just sent to me by my friend Rarebird101, uh, David. This is a 2004 Wild Turkey 101. 
Mm. He has his own labels. He does have his own that's, labels. Yeah. He's a good dude. I don't he's know if a good the dude. Coolest or dorkiest yeah, thing yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> that's, that's Maybe both. I thought about making my own for sample bottles as well. Um, I am going to try to get David on an episode here sometime soon, but I really wanted to try this and figured it was a good opportunity too. Yeah. So. Well, I tried it and it's pretty good. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> cheers, early boy. Yeah, yeah cheers. Oh snap! Well, I didn't. First off, I did oh, not snap. think that it was gonna be, because I didn't know. See, like you kind of pour it, or I didn't even know what yeah, it was. Saw a small mysterious bottle. I <laughs> yeah, we were poisoned. So. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm still here. It's I came I powder. I didn't know what it was, and I was drinking it, and it. Ta- I mean, it tastes like an eighty, like ninety proof. Yeah, like no, I was not. A, there's no burn. There's a. Sorry, no, I just. <laughs> I hit something and then Harry I was just like, became Pac-Man for yeah. a second. <laughs> 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 open, and o- open and close. Well, no, I hit something that was really, it was a weird like chocolate note in the middle of my hmm. palate. That's why I was trying to discern what it, what it actually With was. I want to take another sip. Grotesque down. gesture you just gave us. I'm sorry. It's part of my process, I guess. <laughs> At this <laughs> point. Hey, cat, let's get down. Man, that's so good. Speaking of which, have you guys ever seen this is total non sequitur? Have you ever seen the video of the dude tasting the ice cream with a little spoon and he's just like vanilla? <laughs> I <laughs> am not. No. Fantastic. You should look it up. Okay. Sorry. That no, it's would have been good. a lot funnier had someone seen it. But. God, this is really freaking good. It doesn't taste good. like Turkey One Hundred One does. No. Now. No, it definitely doesn't. Mm. It's fourteen years old. Jesus. Yeah. Two thousand four is fourteen years ago. Yeah. Well, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? We're getting old. <laughs> Time's. Terrible. I was eleven. I hate time. <laughs> you was like, I don't even. How old? How old are you? I'm gonna I be was, twenty-five. I was nine. I'll nine. be twenty-five when nine. this episode comes out. Twenty-three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like a little bit older than me, right? Like a couple months. <laughs> okay. You were gonna <laughs> do. Kidding. Yeah. I'm like, are we gonna do that? Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I would have been nine and a quarter. <laughs> this doesn't taste like regular. Turkey does now. No, not saying. at it all. It doesn't have like any of the or ham. To be honest, I enjoy it a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think I do too. Yeah, this is good. Okay, let's jump into it. Um, guys, what have you been drinking recently? Because it's been a long time since I've seen either of you, and figured you have stories to tell. Pull out like a laundry list. <laughs> the uh, scroll on cheese. <laughs> well, I don't know what it was, but uh, I drank a lot of bourbon and coke. At a, a drag show. Oh, my first okay. ever drag show. At the huh? place in Lexington? Yes. Nice. That's uh, a lot of fun. I like and, going there, yeah, actually. Drag, drag shows are really, really fun. <laughs> uh, my favorite drag queen from this most recent season, Miss Cracker, was there. And I was so excited. Um, and got a picture with her, and she was very sweet. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was the most recent <clears throat> drinking exploit I had, was at a drag show. And it was very, very fun. And then they had a 90s party downstairs afterwards, so that was great. Want to know a, a fun fact? Yes. I think I've told you this before, but I know who Trixie Mattel is. Yes, you've told me. We've yeah, talked story. about this on the yeah, show. I thought yeah. so. I it thought happened it. here is where I yeah, found it. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I thought. All right. Exactly. Anyway, Go on. Curtis, Curtis what do you, uh, is there anything else? It's just bourbon and coke? <laughs> I don't know. Let me think. I, I just wanted to share the drag show thing. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Curtis. I got to think about it. <laughs> um, I've had Waythens, which okay. was very good. Yeah. Um, I have also had... What else have I had? Weller, Special Reserve, um, Weller 12 Year. Yeah. Just been... Weller good, heavy. Yeah, just Weller heavy. Well, we're actually going to res- uh, review the 107 
gotcha. uh, today because we've done we've now done the twelve, the special reserve, and we need to round it out. That's awesome the, because I haven't had one of seven in a while. Yeah. Um, seventeen ninety two full proof. It was just a huh, store wow. pick. Somebody's drinking seventeen times. Wait a seventeen ninety two. I also had seventeen ninety two. There was another one, but I can't remember what it was. So that's not going to help you any. No, nope, I recently bought. For the first time in about a year, my uh, most recent bottle of Bullet. Oh, really? Uh, and I'm yeah. very glad to be back on the Bullet Train. Yeah. Bullet Train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving now. <laughs> you, you've hit Thank your you one that. joke maximum That's it. for the It was my one show. joke. I was talking recently about um, how, like, I still like Bullet, but I just don't drink it as much as I used mm. to. Like, if I go for a high rye bourbon, I'd rather actually go for Wild Turkey 101. Higher mm. proof. Um, I think it just has more flavor, uh, and actually cheaper too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's why I prefer three one oh one. Um, but so I have to tell you guys, and this is the first time I've talked about it on the podcast about what I've been drinking recently. So last Friday I went on a pick at Buffalo trace for liquor barn and on the way over there, Chad, Chad came with me and on the way over there. I texted the guy from liquor barn and I said, so what all are we going to be picking because the last time I, I went on a pick with them uh was that knob creek pick mm. yeah and they only rolled out like um i think six barrels total for us and we picked two of each um so this time i was like what are we what are we going to be drinking today what are we picking from he goes oh we're going to be picking three buffalo trace barrels two wellers and one blanton's for a grand total of 18 barrels Holy crap. Bourbon. Wow, that's awesome. Um, all at cask strength. And then also <laughs> proofed down to what it was going to be once it was actually bottled. Yeah. So all in all, I had about 36 different bourbons over Jesus. the span of like not even an hour. Oh, my wow. Last Friday. You sloshed. Wow. I could not stand up. I'll be honest. <laughs> Those like, last barrels How'd you be at home? <laughs> no, actually, I couldn't Did they have a designated it. driver? Yeah, it was Chad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, no. Because he held up. I mean, he held up better than I did. Yeah. Sure. And, like, part of the whole process of it is, you know, at the end of trying everything, you go, oh, so what was better? You know, what can we eliminate? And, like, I was able to hold a conversation for about the first two ones, and then I realized that I was offering nothing wow. to the conversation. <laughs> so I just sat on the Buffalo Trace barrels, and I was like, whatever you guys think is that's awesome. <laughs> that's, good. that's crazy. Um, but anyway, so actually a little bit later on as we're talking about neat, um, I wanted to pour some of this. And this is actually a collection of uh, – it's not Old Granddad Bottle and a Bond. Um, it's a collection of – a bunch of the different things that we tried that day. Oh, cool. Oh, um, huh. So it's just, a, it's cool. basically just leftover samples from that. And yeah. it's technically like a four grain because it's got Weller, which is a weeder, and then Plantons and Buffalo yeah. Trace, which both have rye in the recipe. Mm. Uh, and I don't, of course, know the proof on it or anything, but I've had it before and it's really good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's super huh. unique. Um, we will we'll drink that a little bit later down the line because I also have sure. something else yeah. I want you guys to try to okay um well wait a, to have it, this ahead. is gonna be an anticlimactic story but <laughs> did you drink anything in disney <laughs> huh no i did i should have but i did not way to say that word. um i anticlimactic how much how would you like anticlimactic 
Pronounce the T. Yeah, climactic. Um, this sounds like it's it's climatic. Anna and her last name climatic. is climactic. Hi. Yeah, her climatic. Climatic name. <laughs> well, anyway, that was the local queen we saw. <laughs> anyway, good. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to stage. Sorry, it's anaclimatic. <laughs> she just sits there. <laughs> she doesn't come out. Or no, she brings out like a t-shirt gun, but it doesn't work. Nor, yeah, <laughs> just sits there. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so I had the opportunity, which I didn't actually get to go, um, but he was having Boodle Nick Lounge. from Boodle Lounge oh, okay. in Lexington. He's a huge bourbon guy. He's awesome. Yeah. Like knows a ton about it, has a whole collection. He asked me if I could if I wanted to go to um on a on a barrel pick with him and I was like, Yeah, for sure. But then I couldn't because I was on vacation and stuff. Oh, but you should have let me know. I would have gone for it. I should have, I should have, I'm sorry. But um yeah, so that would have been really, really cool. I'm kinda jealous I didn't get to go. Where did, where was he gonna go, do you know? Uh Buffalo Trace. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. That was the second time I've been to Buffalo Trace for a pick and both both times have just been fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. You get to go into the warehouse where Blanton's is aged. It's the oh, only nice. metal warehouse on their their campus. Um, they have a little tasting room hmm. for it and everything. A lot of what I did on that last one is a little hazy because <laughs> sure. I had thirty six different bourbons. Understandable. Insanity. And it's funny because I wrote out like all of my notes by hand, and by the end of it, it was just, just like nothing. good, bad, <laughs> terrible. Would never drink this again. Awesome. You know, like yeah. But anyway, <laughs> very helpful. Okay. No yeah. reviews. Okay, so our topic for the day is going to be Neat, the story of bourbon, which we've been talking about trying to do an episode on for, like, months now. Yeah, i got to resurrect <laughs> my notes. Um, the last time I took notes on this was June 16th, and we're recording on August 2nd. So <laughs> Yikes. So we'll see. Mine were a little more recent, but it's going to be funny yeah. because it's been a little bit since I've watched it. So. It's been a, it's been about a month since I've seen yeah. it. So uh, it's been a, about a couple weeks. Um, so for people who don't know, and I'm sure you do if you've been listening to this, um, Neat the Story of Bourbon is basically, I, I wouldn't call it a documentary so much as I would just An ad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a little bit. Hey, it is a little bit. It's not true. Okay. It's not okay. dishonest. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's fair. It and I mean, doc, like, it, it does go a little bit Buffalo Trace heavy. Mm. I would say a you little know, bit Key heavy too. Well, a little bit Marianne okay, and, heavy. And we'll, we'll talk. A, we'll talk about that a little bit too because mm-hmm. that's actually an important part in the development of this movie. Marianne's heavy, heavy mm-hmm. hand in it. Oh, yeah. it's okay. I mean, I definitely get why. Like, I understand. It was good. I'm not. I'm not trying yeah, it, but it's, it was a little no, no, bit of an in the ad. same way that the Lego Movie is a giant ad for Legos. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a giant ad for bourbon. That's okay. Sure. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, and it was yeah. really, really good. Yeah, good watch. And, and, like, my first three notes on it are, like, it's an unassuming movie. Mm. It's really welcoming, and it makes you feel like you love bourbon even if you don't. Mm. Yeah. Like, it just has this really comfortable quality to it. It feels like family. Yeah, which it is, totally does. Which is, which is part, a big of part of what, of it. Yeah, which is a big part of how they, like, tie it in. So, I mean, it makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. I mean... Again, they spend so much time talking about Freddie from yeah. Buffalo Trace, who I actually yeah. got to meet at Buffalo He's Trace. Awesome, He's fantastic. Oh, cool. I love that guy. I that actually guy. wrote down that like I want to do a tour with this guy. Oh, I would love to too. He's really I got, good. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned this, but I we got lucky on Father's Day. We mm-hmm. went and uh, we just just so happened they were like, oh, and you get Freddie for a tour guide, and we were like, 
who's Freddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you and then you meet him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's third, yeah, we got third, genera- third generation Buffalo Trace employee. Yeah. I mean, knows the ins and outs of it and, and everything. Yeah. And, and I want to okay. Let's talk before we get into like what the what are the some of the things we really liked about it, and talk some of the negatives. Okay. My big thing, like my first thing up top, is was Steve Zahn necessary for this? Movie? Absolutely no. Steve Zahn is the best part. Are you kidding me? Okay. So I didn't think he was necessary at all. They were doing like this weird eccentric, like we're gonna have. It was very honestly to be a little bit like transparent about things. It was very cornet the way they approached this. Well, it was, it was Cornet that some yeah, they, yeah. they did the movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it was very them to do like the sort of like casual yeah. but professional kind of narration with yeah. Steve's on, like that those little interstitial cut-ins. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was well done. I thought it was well produced, and it was funny because when I watched it, I, was, I literally wrote a wild Steve Zahn appears. <laughs> I didn't know he was in it. Awesome. Um, but like, yeah, no, I thought that was great. I think I that thought was it was fun. good. I mean, I guess it is a little bit. I mean, it's, it was. It just felt very shoehorned in to me. Well, like, that's the point. Yeah, I, I mean, I under, I get why it was done. Had they done it in a very serious tone, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, the fact yeah. that it was sort of tongue in cheek, and he was like petting that fox that was <laughs> yeah. taxidermied. Like it's that is what. That is what made it funny. Um, that's about all I really have with my negatives. I love this movie. Okay, so, so I have more negatives. Than yeah, that. that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, I think the color grading on the movie is so weird. It's like it's a little flat. Yeah, it's going for and I I, I my first the first three notes I have were negative, because mm-hmm. it comes out the gate like with this sweeping shot of like Kentucky Hills yeah. and stuff, and then they do this like I think it's a shot of a of a Rick House, but there's like Foca, which is like the the circle lights. Like that indie people love, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it looked so like trying to be authentic and indie that it had complete had the complete inverse effect to me of what it was like. This looks fake as hell. Like why are you <laughs> yeah. doing color grading like it's film from '74? This okay. doesn't make mm. any sense. I think that's fair. I think the video approach was really weird. Uh, I thought the editing overall was amazing. I just I thought the color grading was really strange. Well, and on the note of editing, like I uh, Paul Steele. We'll talk about specifically for a second. He was the uh, founder and owner-operator of... This is the Nashville guy, yeah? Yeah, Steel Speakeasy. Um, I didn't notice until this was... This last time I watched it, like my third or fourth time, having seen the movie, I didn't know or notice that they filmed him on two separate days going into the liquor store. Oh, does he change clothes? He does, yeah. Mm -hmm. He has a completely different outfit Uh, on um, from, from day to day. And I mean, that's just the quality of how good that editing is. is yeah, no, the, the production know, it, quality was amazing. Yeah, I was it, very impressed it, with it that. It took a long time for me to actually realize that, you know, that happened. Anyway, more negatives. Uh, <laughs> I really want to get the negatives out of the way first because, what? like, I have so many good things to say I am, about this. Movie. I am notoriously critical, so sorry if this sounds that's okay. like that's super okay. critical. Um, because overall, I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, it does, it is a little bit. Can I curse on this show? No, of course you can. Okay, so uh, I wrote in my notes, quote, these people want to fuck this liquid because it is very masturbatory. Like to the point, there was there was one time, uh, one line in the in in the doc pretty early on, where they're like, uh, "This liquid will hold up to anything, like a good human or something." Like I was like, "Are y'all yeah? What y'all want to do this liquid?" Like I I understand there's a culture behind it. Obviously, I wouldn't be on this podcast if I didn't, but. It's a little weird sometimes. Like it gets a little bit like religious zealot y I think in, that's in yeah. a couple of I ways. I think that's fair. Which I yeah. granted, if you do a doc about any sort of subculture, that's probably gonna come through, right? Like it's yeah. gonna sound like toy collectors wanna sure. bone their toys too. Yeah. Like that's okay. <laughs> but it that's but just still, a, a there general is a critique point, of the genre. There is a point to where you're like, 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was very, very strange. Kurt, did you have what? What negatives did you have, if any? I mean, echoing I, the same thing. Yeah, I, I echo the same thing. I thought the Steve Zahn was like, huh? <laughs> I loved it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it worked well. I just don't know if it was Steve, necessary. Yeah. Steve Zahn was the perfect pick for me because he's like just enough of celebrity, and I know he's a Kentuckian to like. Right. Like, oh, hey, it's Steve Zahn. Steve Instead of like, in there. they got Steve Zahn. Is like. No, yeah. Steve Zahn was probably I mean, that would be this. Like, That would be like if they got George, George Clooney, Clooney yeah, or Johnny Depp. I was going to say, Depp, was gonna right. say thing. you know, yeah. 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 Um, let's talk. I mean, I, I kind of took my notes chronologically. Mine too. More than anything. Yeah, mine more um, too. As opposed to like positive negatives. Sure. But, you know, like all the negative things that I've had to say, I've already, you know, gone through. So mm-hmm. I will say Don Holcomb sounded like he had a cold, but that may just be his voice. <laughs> sounded like he had a cold the whole time. Um. I said that I love that it's less documentary and more like why this matters and is important to Kentucky. And, you know, um, it, it made me really appreciate to some of the ambiguity that is explored in, in bourbon's history. Um, and Steve Zahn, I think talks about that a little bit in one of his little asides where he's like, well, maybe it was Elijah Craig that found it, or maybe he was the first guy, you know, in the, um, the fish barrels or whatever. His barn burned down. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, and like at the end of it, he says, maybe it doesn't really matter. Bourbon found a way like that. Just that, that resonated so well with me. And, you know, I, I think that it is a true testament to, to how important this is to our, our state, our Commonwealth, um, that it has stood the test of time and people have wanted to put these things in place for it to be so well taken care of and so important. Yeah. At one point, I forget who it was, but someone mentioned that like for the moment that you drink, it might've been uh, the dude from Nashville, but the moment you drink bourbon, it's like you're in central Kentucky, no matter if you're from central Kentucky or have never been there. Right. Like you have a taste of central Kentucky for a split second of what it's like to live there. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty interesting. That's a cool, that's a cool world for you. And I, I mean, just on the note of Kentucky, I had just one line that said, how freaking beautiful is Kentucky? I mean, they oh, got yeah. just some gorgeous shots of the state. Yeah. I, I, I thought about when I was <clears throat> when I was a kid, I went to tour where my mom works. She still works as in a factory. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cool because I'd never been to a factory. And she was like, well, this is what I see every day. I can't see it as cool anymore. And yeah. I kind of thought that sure. with some of the farm shots because like I grew up helping like my papa out on the farm and just like being around farms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just like a I, it was cool to see it from this lens, but at the same time I was like I'm probably not appreciating this as as much as someone sure. from like Chicago who's exactly. never seen the rolling hills yeah. of Kentucky. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate too like just that I'm spoiled by it. Well, yeah, that we <laughs> that we're spoiled by it. But also the fact that a lot of people don't th- they only think of like the people from Kentucky. Right. You know, they're like, oh, right. Like, I'm from Ohio, and all my friends are like, you live in Kentucky? I'm like, you've never even been here, first off. And, like, <laughs> it's a beautiful state and has, like, great people in it, way better than Ohio. And, <laughs> like, I don't understand why you, you get to... I, and that's also kind of a worldview, I think, sure. of Kentucky, too. Yeah. Is a lot of people look down upon it. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. So before we got too much further into it, I wanted to uh, talk about what we're actually drinking. And this is another one that's in an old granddad bottle. It's old granddad 114 bottle, but it's not actually. Perry's Scooby doing us. Old granddad. Yeah. Um, And I'm just pounding over here. Like, I'm just (laughs) drinking all of it really, really quick. Yeah, you're going for it. 
We also have chicken tenders that Lucy brought in for that us. That are so. fantastic. <laughs> From Walmart. Um, I don't care. They're great. What do you They're... guys think about this? Try it. Really drink this and, and think about it and try it. I want to get your honest opinions on it. Maybe like Perry's own bourbon. <laughs> You're not too far off. Oh, good. I did a blend. Oh, cool. It's a it's a blend of three different things, oh. which uh, Chad and Sarah have tried on the show before, but I wanted to see what you guys honestly thought about it. You need to drink some water so that the chicken nugget... Yeah. Chicken tender flavor doesn't get in the way. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner had that look like, maybe I should do the same. Maybe thing. I should also get rid of the chicken tender. <laughs> Never. Always a bad move. <laughs> Never get rid of the chicken tender. Always keep the chicken tender. So this was a result for me of like, actually... It smells very <clears throat> maple syrupy. And actually tastes kind of maple-y. It does. Too. Um, I did it's a, very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I did a little bit of an experimentation like with it, it um, jumping around between a couple of different it is very sweet. bourbons. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a wheat blend. Um, it's got Maker's Cask, Weller Special Reserve, and then Old Fitz Bottle and Bond. So it rounds out somewhere around like 100 to 101 proof. Hmm. Um, excuse me. I enjoy it. I think yeah, it's, it's good. good. I would drink it. Yeah. Um, and it's, I'm now I'm getting like the cask. The maker's cast some of the thing. heat on it's it. Got, yeah. yeah, it's got a satisfying burn. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not bad. As someone who's not like I love burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's kind of comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's that Kentucky hug. Like yeah, it just, the end, it, it just, just sits yeah, in it's the really sweet. At yeah, the exactly. beginning, and then yeah. towards the the finish, then the it's bourbon like, okay, the hot tamale. It's like, well, I think that's fair. I was gonna say it's like a lot of caramel competing with that maple syrup and i think like if there's anything that is a downfall to it that would be it is that like you know there are some sweet flavors to it that yeah um, i mean that's what i would say is like is maybe it a little, little too, sweet? too sweet sure sure i'll keep messing around but it's with not, it a little bit more but it's also not to the point where i'm like oh I, you know it's right. too sweet right i enjoy it i think it's good uh going from the sweet <laughs> to the, the yeah heat. no i like it sweet to heat yeah sweet to heat it's cinnamon-esque yeah <laughs> I, okay. I really like it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you like it. I mm-hmm. figured I'd blind you with something to that's, yeah. you know, different. Anyway, let's uh, jump back into the movie. Yeah. Um, my next, we already talked about him a little bit, but my next note was about Freddie Johnson. Um, yes. And like, just. That's the, all you have to say. Yes. Freddie, Freddie Johnson. Yeah. Have you ever good. tried his, his tasting? Chris Jackson. Thing? Yes. <laughs> good. Yes. Good. 84. <laughs> <laughs> Very local joke. Anyway, have you ever tried his tasting method? It was that thing where he... No, that was so interesting to me. That was the most fascinating thing I think I've seen. It, it works with bourbon. It doesn't just have to be white mm. dog. It's really incredible. But I'm sure he did that with you when he you were on his yeah. tour. Yeah. He did it while we were on the tour. It's like it's one of his It's the coolest things. thing. Yeah, you're like... What? <laughs> yeah, it's like a magic trick almost. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the coolest things. Like, it things shouldn't surprise you. Doc. Yeah. It shouldn't surprise you at all. No. But, yet again, you're like, wow, yes. And it's put so simply that that's what makes part of the appeal of it. It's just like, well, I can just wait and then shake my hands around, then I can get this cut. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really like, cool. Yeah. And the way, is. and he he does it so well, you can tell he's done it for years and years a on end. A thousand end. times over. Because it's just like, like a, even when he's, a routine. Yeah, it's like such a routine. When I say Hillshire, you say farm. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. You've had this joke canned for 30 years. It's like when you yeah. go to Mammoth Cave and they're like, you know, when a stalactite meets a stalagmite, it's called a pillar. But in Kentucky, we sleep on our pillars. And I was like, how many freaking times have you said that joke? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just so canned. Mm. 
Same kind of thing, but Whoa. much better production quality. Hey, we just got a new $2 patron. Hey! Hey, shout out to uh, Brett Middendorf for Hi, a, Brett. being a new Thanks, patron Brett. of the show. Awesome. Sorry, that was very... Live, live and in color. Very in media res of us, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, that's awesome. Uh, we also talked a little bit about Paul Steele, but I really wanted specifically to give a shout out, I, and I just talked about him too, Chris Thomas, the uh, founder, owner, operator of Made South, and Will Haynes, who is one of the hosts of the podcast, they actually make a little cameo in the Steel Speakeasy. Oh, nice. Uh, it, like, pans over to them, and Chris is, like, being told a joke or something, and he gives this, like, really fake laugh, and Will's just sitting there like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. I already talked about different shirts, different days of the liquor store. And my next note... <laughs> so you guys remember the little scene with uh, the guy from... Enoteca, who looks yeah, like Elon like, Musk. I'm Elon Musk, and I'm here yeah. to. Yeah. That's <laughs> RIP. Elon, or not Elon, Elon Musk. No, Enoteca is oh, close. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk died? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. He's in space. What now. happened? <laughs> Grimes hasn't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> what does Grimes know about it? Has anyone asked Grimes where she was? No, he took that submarine down to try to get the boys, and that didn't true. work. <laughs> anyway, no, it's such a shame that Enoteca is closed oh, because it came out like this. Another movie. local reference, sorry. Yeah, but this movie came out. After Inoteca closed. Oh no! So people could so, see how like personable yeah, he was. Exactly. And couldn't go there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because of, of the of the bartenders, he came across the most personable. I don't remember what this is from, and or who brought this up. But I had this note that said, "Have you ever heard the phrase death drink before?" It was that thing where oh, they gave was, somebody who's been dead for a week or something. Yeah, that was uh, Freddie said that. Oh, was it? Yeah. I'd never heard that phrase before. No, he was like, yeah, that's why they say if you've been dead less than two weeks, it'll bring you back to life. Talking about the white dog. Yeah. And then there was the oh, other, there was, right. there was the other okay. thing where they called it a gut drink, which I'd never heard. Um, I hadn't heard that either. That was when they were talking about the, I think they call it like the rectifier era, where people were putting like the tobacco spit and stuff into Oh, before bourbon spirits. was regulated. Yes. Regulated, yeah. yeah and yeah. then like, that's why it was called a gut drink, because it would like kill you because it was so unregulated and terrible. I thought that was maybe my most, like, fascinated part of the doc, was just, like, that whole section talking about before it got regulated, and then finding out that that was the first regulation on any advertising yeah. in, in the U.S. Yeah. That's so cool to me. Yeah. That, like, it was on bourbon. Well, that leads, actually, into my next point, which is actually about E.H. Taylor, mm. who was the guy that helped uh, 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 get the, the Bottled and Bond Act passed in, yeah. in the United States Congress, and... To me, like, I think he single-handedly saved bourbon. Mm. And, like, we owe a lot to him, you know, for regulating all of that and having yeah. something that we can actually drink yeah. today and not have to worry about whether or not there is, like, shoe shine in there or, <laughs> yeah. or something awful. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just... Oh, it's just, like, how, you know, moonshine sort of as well. Or, right, uh, right. Not to that extent, but... Not quite, No. Uh, there were a bunch of bourbon brands I'd never heard of before. Old Jim Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Green River, Old Mork. Well, there's just like a Buffalo bunch Trace, of stuff. They have that whole list of... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Like all the distilleries that had, had closed or closed you know, been or shut down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of portions that like I really, really, really freaking enjoyed, that archaeology part. Yeah. It was yeah. so cool. Holy crap. 110 year old piece of gore. Yeah. yeah. Like, I shouldn't be getting that, that so excited weird. over it. But like, <laughs> they go like, yeah, here's the divot in it and everything. And I was like, oh, it's going to, you know, be like a piece of char or something. Yeah. But it was corn that was 
you know, it, it, for whatever reason, it it survived all that time. I was like, the heck, what? man. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the non-glamorous side of bourbon. Um, mm. I love the diligence and the passion that, that goes into it. There was a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of that included. Uh, did you guys know about the Four Roses recipes? That there are ten different recipes. No, for no I didn't know that. The, uh, the five different yeast strains and the two different um, actual recipes. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, I'm actually going to include a link below um, about that. Uh, this next quote that's the legacy we leave for the next generation and like to me that's what signified like how transcendent bourbon is oh yeah um, i was talking about like how by the time you get to your th- no, most people don't see their third batch yeah exactly that was so cool yeah and like it doesn't have to start or stop with one person like it, it's in a constant continuous fugue stage sure like it's always evolving and i think that's in you know really evidently really evidently seen no it's really evident in the fact that like there are still new distilleries cropping up all over the place and like everybody's always trying to change their recipes or you know find new ways of changing their flavors and and everything that, yeah. um, which is something i really like admire about it is that w- there are so many different distilleries coming up and like trying to do their own thing yeah i will say that some of the some of the like bourbon drinkers that have been drinking for a while bourbon for a long time it seems like they're always like Oh, I don't want to try that. I mean, I, I wouldn't say all of them. I don't want to put them all in one category. Sure. But some of them are like, saying, oh, just stick with, you know, what's the tradition, the, the past. Yeah, stick with yeah. the classics. Like, that's what's going to be good bourbon. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that. Like, for the most part, I will agree. But, sure. like, <laughs> you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. It's just like um, Wilderness Trail, <laughs> Wilderness you know? Wilderness Trail. Yeah, it's like they're putting out some, like, fire stuff. It's mm. so good. You know? Yeah. Sorry. So I just think we should be a little lenient on some of the newer distilleries putting yeah, out sure. some things. But I was really uh, intrigued and, and liked how... This is more at the, the you know, midway. But they, when they were talking about the field and, like, the specific grains and the specific farms that... Yeah. Are, I think... Th- I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I, I like, too, that... You know, they they know where everything comes from. Unless yeah. they're it it's a place that uses sourced bourbon or, or yeah. sourced ingredients or whatever sure. or whatever. That, you know, the people who really are taking that extra step and can afford to take that extra step do so with such like passion yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. behind it. For sure. Um, hey, clean out your, your first glasses. Because I want you guys to try the uh, Buffalo Trace. It, it's apparently called a suicide. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I, I wanted you guys to try the suicide I mean, that makes from sense. last week. Uh, sure. Anyway, I wanted you to try it all uh, in the in the Glencairn glass. And I, I that scene too, where they're talking about you know each generation. That leads into the next scene, which really blew my mind, which was all of the master distillers mm, all yeah. together in that one room. Mm. And especially like Jimmy Russell, who is basically the oldest master distiller out there right now uh, over at Wild Turkey, and then Marianne Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was just the coolest thing in the world to, to see them together. And then at the end, too, you know, when they have all of them together in the same room and um, 
all that. Which glass was? Was it this one? That one. Okay. Is your glass clean there, Tanner? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good deal. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, <laughs> side note is what I wrote. Uh, what happens with those bottles in the Buffalo Trace cabinets? <laughs> you know, behind, like, uh, well, up in the tasting? Yeah. Have you mm-hmm. been to Buffalo Trace yet, Tanner? No. Okay, so upstairs in their uh, tasting space. Sorry, dude. Do you need a switch? No, no, I wasn't, <laughs> okay. like, wide-eyed about the the amount. I was wide-eyed about oh, okay. just, like, What you're getting ready to try? Well, yeah, and the yeah. color. Oh, the color's gorgeous. Um. Anyway, so upstairs in their uh, tasting area, they have like old bottles, and, not, and, and even not old bottles, but like semi-relevant and, and new bottles hanging around up there. Yeah. Like the antique collection from you know past few years is up there, and then other bottles of Weller and old Elmer T. Lee and all this stuff. And like, sure. what happens to those bottles? Do they stay there forever? Can someone drink those? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Do they get auctioned off? Or I'm not sure either. how they would do that. I also I wonder either, if it's for show a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, my dad, one of my dad's friends, is actually in the tasting scene. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah, right. uh, Dottie. She's hanging out with Freddie and. Oh yeah, he, all he, that, he, he hollers Dottie. He does. Yeah, he, then, he calls uh, her out. The dude from um, uh, the one coffee place in Lexington. Ah, what is his name? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I know. He's, he's like front and center. They show him a bunch of times. Seth? No. Not Saul. No. What is his name? Seth. It's, Seth's from uh, Bourbon Review. Sorry. Uh, starts with an S, I think. <laughs> oh, it's going to bug me. Sam. Steven. No, I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Sean. Yeah, Sean with an H. Go, just, just keep going. <laughs> I'll find it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and before we get into this, I want to say, like, my next favorite quote in it was, the right way to drink bourbon is just the way you like it. I love that. Yeah, that's really like, nice. It just mm-hmm. makes it makes me happy that even still, you know, there are people who are like, and I mean, we talk about it on the show too. It's like just as long as you're drinking bourbon and you're enjoying it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. I agree. How you're doing it, and for that to come from Freddie, as well, I was like, okay, great. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Sal Sanchez is his name. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, it's from a cup of Commonwealth. Yeah, and uh, chocolate holler is the other one. Yeah, chocolate holler. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this uh, this here suicide bottle. It's a little hot on the nose, I would say. But. Yeah, singeing a little hairs. I do love that the uh, it was some fancy title for brand ambassador, uh, <clears throat> the chick with all the tattoos. I don't remember her name. Oh, Sorry. from uh, from Brown Foreman. Yes. Um, I think I talked about her at some point. Uh, but I do love the thing that she was like, "Don't just breathe in with your nose; you're gonna send your nose off." Yeah. Was like, <laughs> she was very good at her job uh, as being an advocate for bourbon. Um, I think what she does is great. I'm not crazy about her palate because she mm. is the deciding factor for like the old Forrester birthday bourbons and gotcha. a lot of the new things that come from um, Woodford Reserve. Huh. And. And that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I oh. mean, I, you like? Yeah, <laughs> I oh, do. I haven't tried it yet. That's interesting. It's like, I think combining all the things sort of mellowed it out a little bit in a way I didn't expect. Um, My dad put it when, huh. he, when he tried it last week. He goes, it's like there's something of everything yeah. in it. It's like a bouquet. Yeah. It is like a bouquet. <laughs> I don't know how to take it. I don't know. It's very interesting. It's incredibly unique. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's incredibly unique, and I'm like 
struggling, like straddling, like, do I love it or do I hate it? Yeah. It's like, really? Polarizing? Yeah. I get that. What, what would you hate about it? Just that it seems like it does mellow it out, but it also has like, it's like fighting each other a okay. little bit. Okay. I think that's fair. Like, it feels like all of them are just like, no, I'm the prominent one. No, I'm the prominent one. Like, no. Yeah. I really enjoy that personally. I mean, I love it's that like there's fireworks in your mouth. <clears throat> I love that there's so many different things going on, and that you can kind of pinpoint where the Weller is and where the Blantons is and and the Buffalo Trace too. Yeah. Um. I guess I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, it's okay. I completely understand. Well, I get it. I, yeah. I, mean, I get I it. I enjoy it. I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> like, oh, you can pinpoint that. You can pinpoint that. Sure. But I'm also like, huh? <laughs> well that's fair um oh okay so i did actually talk about the the girl from old forester her title was master specialist yeah because it, it's so me, weird to me it sounds like she gave herself that title yeah exactly i was like is this just fancy brand ambassador because that's what it read like in the in the doc yeah i didn't know that she was in, in charge of picks and stuff yeah. but I, it, to me it seemed like because i know there there are brand ambassadors for bourbons that just like go to a bar and say like, well, why don't you try this product of ours and yeah. stuff like that. No, so. she's not. She's not that. She is much more behind the scenes. Yeah, I didn't at, expect in, that in that manner. Um, and you said she does what? So she is. It. She's not the final say, but she is, like the master. I think she actually has the the title of like master taster too, or something like that. So. <laughs> Most of her opinion is what goes into things like Old Forester Birthday Bourbon gets picked from or the new, you know, Woodford expressions like the Masters. And not that um, Chris Morris over at Woodford Reserve doesn't, you know, have a lot of that too. But she's more Brown Foreman, whereas um, Chris is specifically Woodford. Um, And I just... I don't know if I totally trust her palate based on past experience. Like that's just me. That's just me. Like, I, and and I have you know older old Forrester expressions too that I've really liked. You know, pre her being there. Um, that's interesting. <laughs> you would think it would be like sort of a committee. Yeah. Deal. Which maybe it is. I mean, I don't want to like go too hard. Sure. Because I don't, I don't know what that job title or right. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably a committee of some sort. Yeah. The next thing I want to point out is there, the, the bartender that she's talking to says he thinks that bourbon tops out at 12 years old, like in terms of quality. Do you agree with that? It's like, I don't think no. I do. Like, I've had no. older bourbons that have been really good. And, like, eventually it does become too, like, oak heavy and everything. But I don't think that 12 years is like the... It, and it's a conversation we can have forever and ever and ever and sure. ever about what, you know, what aging time is the best for bourbon yeah if you like oak a lot better you know right yeah no i don't think i agree with that for me i think like bourbon's a case-by-case basis yeah doesn't really matter how long it's been aged i agree um i would say like in general i would say like 20 years is probably where i'm like okay (laughs) anything over that sure anything over that so it's (laughs) like okay it's it's gonna be like 20 though yeah yeah (laughs) um they they start talking too at one point about like all the bourbon that was kind of wasted in the sixties, mm. or like just didn't get 
drank as much. I really want to know what that bourbon was like. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I've had old awesome. I've had old stuff before, but it just makes me wonder, you know, what what was it? What was it like? Yeah. And to that point too, do you guys feel like that section was taking a shot at the sixties culture? Or was it just kind of being frank about that era? Because it seemed like it did have a bit of a negative tone about the the counterculture, I guess. Mm. Quote unquote counterculture. Yeah. I don't know. I could see from a from the fact that bourbon as a subculture has so much love for tradition and history. I could see how that bump in the road to them would almost seem just out of place. Yeah. And so I understand the tone. I to be frankly honest, I don't remember much about the tone of that that specific section. Sure. Um but I I mean I do, I do remember them touching on it, but I don't remember exactly how they did it. Um but I, I get where this sort of culture that is all about preserving legacy and, yeah. you know, yeah, all that could see that as just sort of a, a bump in the road. Yeah. It it just Yeah, but it's like also you could see it as a bump in the road, but also like a a step into like growing into what it is. Sure. Like, yeah, for sure. And, and I think like, I think you have to, I mean, <laughs> there's two sides of the spectrum on what, what oh, you're of course. Be thinking on, of course. but it's also like, if this doesn't happen, then how, how can we say that it's what bourbon's going to be? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, of course, of course. And then the next scene <laughs> is with Freddie. Oh, Oh, and it just it just makes me cry yeah. every it's, single time. I, I teared up watching it. I was like, yeah. I didn't know I was gonna cry in this bourbon. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have that note somewhere. It's it's the, too. The, you can tell he's told that story before. Yeah, because it is so well paced, mm-hmm. and just the hammer he drops at the end with a smile, like it's just like, and then that, and, that's and it's just, just like, how, oh my god. And then and then he says. When, you, when you're tasting really good bourbon, just let it linger on your palate. You appreciate how it got there. It's not just the grains and the piece of wood. It's the care that makes it taste like it does. Yeah. And I said specifically, that's why bourbon is so important to me. Mm. Like, it's not just the fact that it's something to enjoy. It is a craft that somebody has put so much time into right. yeah. and has perfected over, you know, centuries at you're, this point. You're drinking someone's really hard work. Exactly. Their legacy almost. Has perfected exactly. and yeah. built upon. Yeah. yeah. And and to that point too, like we don't realize how important the barrel itself is mm-hmm. um until we start talking about like where the flavor comes from. And I don't know if you caught and and this is kind of an aside but it also ties into the flavors of it as well. I don't know if y'all caught it or not, but they were talking specifically about Cooper's Craft, uh which is a brown foreman product mm-hmm. and they toast their barrels before they char them. So instead mm-hmm. of just building the barrel and then toast and then charring it, they throw another little, little wrench into the whole game um, to provide some. Anyway, I just thought that was, yeah, you know, and this is totally off, but like makers mark how they have the different staves. I think that's so cool. Yeah, for sure. That's so absolutely expect, especially like if you're a company or a business or, or liquor store that like gets to pick, Oh, which stave goes in what? Like, they have multiple things. Yeah. That's such a cool thing. I mean, I know it's a marketing thing, but it's also, like... It's It's really... Yeah, it's smart, and it's making it unique. I will say one other tiny critique I had that (coughs) I don't think I wrote my notes, but I'm thinking about it now. I thought it was very well edited. I thought the length of it was perfect. I think one thing they maybe could have cut was the bourbon furniture guy. 
it was interesting, but I didn't think it contributed to the documentary. Well, that was actually my next point. Okay. I totally forgot about that, but about, yeah, like yeah. Well, it's it is just such a weird aside. And I think it is unfortunately like the most forgettable forgettable part of the whole thing. Yeah. I actually thought it was kind of cool. Though. It was cool. No, no, like, no, it's definitely cool. I just don't know if it. Place. Yeah, I don't know if it helps the the whole story of bourbon tagline. Well, I th- I think what you have to think about with that is that it provides this argument or enhances this argument that bourbon is not permanent. Mm. You know, like it's constantly changing, and the things that go into it are are constantly changing. Um, but also, how are barrel heads made? <laughs> Are barrel heads made? Yeah, like the things that go on the top of the barrels to yeah. keep all the. Li- I don't understand how those are made. <laughs> like they get, do they have to because and and I know this from experience. Like if you're putting a barrel together so that it won't fall apart, yeah, you have to not only like keep it together on the back, but you also have to put like wood glue in between. Yeah. So is it just kind of sitting like in suspension on top of oh, the bottom of the barrel? I don't know. You know like, I don't, I don't, because you can't put wood glue on it. It would seep into the bourbon and then it would be. Sure. You know, I, does I just, the ring not keep it in place? Is I guess, like I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. That's, that's the thing is I just don't know how it. Suction and pressure. Yeah. I, I think the other thing that maybe could have made, if you want to do the argument of like, this is how bourbon, because I took it a little bit differently than you did. I took it as like, this is how much it even has like a secondary and tertiary economy based on yeah, bourbon. Totally. I think you could have done that better by showing like bourbon barrel ales or the people who yeah. use like maple okay. syrup or yes. soy sauce, I think you yes. mentioned that's fair. Um, exactly, something that's like fair. that. I think that could be more Not relatable furniture. and sort of back to yeah. what the, the point was. <laughs> yeah, Again, what that guy does is really cool. He has a cool little story. I just didn't know if it felt right with the rest of the pace of everything. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, we're getting kind of towards the end. Um, the one thing I wanted to, th- this is just I thought was so cool, but the Japanese old fashioned segment. Where the oh, Japanese yeah. bartender like uses two different bourbons and everything, and it's like just the way he moves was so elegant. He had great and hair. He did. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he had really cool hair. Just a great like uh, fashion sense about him too. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest things I thought too was they start talking about how bourbon started experiencing a revival in the eighties. Sorry, I just okay. to, that's wild too. Just the, like the connection between bourbon and like China and like Japanese oh, okay. Like, okay. culture. Yeah. Like it's I not mean, just I, Ameri- an American thing. It's not just the United yeah, States yeah. thing. I just love the connection between that because they're so into like bourbon and whiskey and yeah. like that culture. Yeah. Totally. It's crazy that wow, how did <laughs> how does that happen? Yeah. Like going from Kentucky all the way over. And like, I mean, <clears throat> when you really think about it, like and that I guess all, that's where you start, too. Sure. And, I mean, like, that all relied on somebody's word of mouth. Sure. You know, I mean, it yeah. took people like Eddie Russell going over to these foreign markets and going, we have this product that I really think you're going to like. You know, you have to try it. You have to get used yeah. to it and everything. But give it time, and it will be, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it will come around yeah. to you. And if you go back, like, really, I mean, that's start, too. No, and, and that was kind of my next point that I was going to make as well as like talking about the 80s and when it started to experience this resurgence. And it seemed to me, and correct me if I'm wrong in feeling this way, but it seemed to me like every single one of these master distillers 
decided to re-promote their product independently of one another. Yeah, it was a very much it was very much uh, like Tesla and Edison sort yeah. of thing. Whereas like everybody's working on the same thing independent of each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. I just can't. I, I it blows my mind that they were all able to work so well independently of one another, and then it coalesced into this. I mean, great market, and you know, we're in the yeah. bourbon boom right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like this line. Authentic is cool. Yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> legitimately. Yeah. That's like one of the biggest things right now. I will say that uh, the Steel guy, I think the dude from Nashville, Paul Steel. Yeah. Uh, he had. I'm terrible with names. Um, he had a bartender, like the Nashville's top bartender, whatever. Right. And the only thing I want to say about this: brown aprons ride the line so so flawlessly <laughs> of looking cool and also like the most pretentious thing you've ever yeah, seen. Like, I never know which to decide That's on that funny. on that on that matter. But like he looked cool and sometimes and sometimes I'm like, oh you indie asshole. <laughs> like you just you're just wearing this because you think it looks cool. Like it's not helping you at all. That's just wear funny. a normal apron. That's, anyway. That's fair. You're yeah. bartender. You don't even need an apron. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Get a little bit of the bourbon party? on your party? Yeah, yeah, why not? Now party that was in that person's basement that's the speakeasy that's yeah the steel speakeasy that was odd oh really well. you think so no everybody was way it too was dressed cool. up it was just a little i odd. think they were too but i wouldn't I, want to wear a vest and tie to like my buddies get together yeah. no but i mean i still it was really cool i mean i, just thought, I, I, I would like, take wow. it as like a dressing up a little bit more just not like it's not a sunday best to the nines kind yeah, of yeah kind well, of and like his, his wife who i assumed was his his wife or his partner uh, his wife yeah because she was like cutting up the oranges or whatever she had like a very like flapper-esque outfit and like her hair was gelled like a flapper i was like okay is this a costume party <laughs> yeah. or is this like you're all dressing up to the nines i'm very confused about yeah, that, yeah, what like, the invitation and said. i mean i can't remember for 20s like <laughs> i can't remember for sure whether or not it's great like, gatsby party like or... theme night or anything yeah, yeah, either yeah. but yeah, it looks cool I'm yeah sure it yeah it was sure. just a little over the for top sure. for me um i have to say too i really hope that like there. That, that we still have a good supply of bourbon, even when the boom ends. Yeah. You know, I mean, it made me feel like it, well, it, it's an already, impermanent. You're already feeling it. Yeah. Like Henry McKenna, you can't find that thing anywhere anymore. I found it today for $45, which is $15 above retail. It's ridiculous, I can't. Man. I can't do it. It's a $30 it makes bourbon. It so me. sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it really does make me sad, too. And I just, you know, I even if it's not the same distilleries that we know and love. You know, I hope that some, something good yeah. comes post the bourbon boom. And I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We're sitting in 2018 talking about it. I think yeah. the bourbon boom is still a good five years away from sure, being over yeah. um, three to three to five. I'll give it a little bit of leeway. Um, but anyway, that's about it. Um, I, I, the only other thing I had to say was just this uh, this last quote. I think it was the quote that ended the whole the whole movie. Um, I think it was Freddie saying, "Never save old bottles of bourbon. They're meant to be enjoyed with friends and family at the moment. It's yeah. not about the whiskey. It's about the lives you touch and the people you meet. And the whiskey's a byproduct of a good relationship." Yeah, and I was like, "That's you know why we do this kind of thing." Yeah, that that's was the perfect total end. Yeah, yeah the whole story was and it, it was well done. and it like reaffirmed you know why I do the podcast and everything. And I mean, Mm. it's never been about, you know, trying to be better than somebody else. It's never been about, you know, trying to one up somebody on their knowledge or their experience or anything. It's just been about 
talking and having a good time. Sure. And, yeah. you know, all that. So anyway. Talking and having the bourbon and informing people as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. You know. Um, I would recommend this movie to people. Would you guys? Yeah, I yeah, would. 100%. I mean, and honestly, it is such an easy watch because it's only like an hour 15 or something, yeah. which is perfect. Yeah, that is I the agree. perfect length for this. I don't think it feels like it's an hour and 15 minutes. Long. No, and I think that's why I went back and I was like, how long was that? Because mm-hmm. it was, it felt short, which is what I want. Like, it wasn't like a in, an unsatisfying short. It sure. was just like, wow, that felt like that went by yeah. really quickly. I mean, I did kind of wish that it went on just a little bit longer yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I mean, I thought that it was a very satisfying. It doesn't linger anymore, movie, which is right. nice. No. Yeah, the pacing is really yeah. good. And I'll say, I got drunk during the, watching this, though. I like the second time I, I, I did. Lots of bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love this thing you're talking about. This yeah. is great. <laughs> I watched it sober. Drinking it right now. Well, I watched it. I'll, I'll tell you, the last time I watched it was after a really bad day because my car broke down on I 75 oh, no. coming back to Richmond. And I spent like an hour on the highway waiting for AAA to come and pick me up and, and tow my car. Um, so I was like, you know what? Sounds great. Just, just watching neat and drinking bourbon and, nice. and yep. everything. But anyway. Okay, so that does it for our conversation on neat. We are going to now move into our review for the episode, which is of Weller 107, which I'm pretty excited about. I know. Yes. Have you had 107 yet? I have not. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've Curtis. had 12 years, right? Yeah, I've had. Yeah, yeah we, I've had we had the Weller show. products, just yes. not this one. Well, we didn't. Will, we didn't have it on the show with Tan. And I agree. I've had Weller 12. Uh, yeah, here's the th- a family friend at the lake. I agree with Swan. I think Antique 107. I don't know if he he's told you this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't, right. Did I look weird? Yeah, you gave a look like I don't know about this. No, no, no. I'm totally good. Sorry, that was no. not intentional okay. at all. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is me zoning out. Listening. I will say that uh, Swan. I don't know if he's told you this, but uh, I was texting him the other day, and he was like, I was like, oh, yeah, Weller 12. And he was like, yeah, to be honest, I enjoy Antique 107 better, and I give that the Weller 12 to Perry. And I was like, <laughs> really? I, I mean. And to be honest, I think I agree. Yeah. I, 107's really good. I mean, I, I love it, too. I love and we're gonna... 12 here. And this is like choosing hairs, but like. Choosing hairs? What is it? I like Picking splitting hairs. hairs. Or splitting splitting hairs. Yeah. hairs. It's like, yeah, yeah. I like I this hair too. better. It's like splitting hairs, but I think I like 107 better than 12 year. Well, we're going to find out how you really out. feel, and we will actually compare your score from oh, the, the Weller 12. So, <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Sucks to suck, bud. <laughs> Take that back. Um. <laughs> so, as I said, too, we are. Uh, <laughs> there, just just hang back a little bit. Um, as I said too, we are recording this for the first time uh, for this review. Uh, so if you would like to go and check that out, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. And this is actually going to be available uh, from $2 and up uh, on, on Patreon. So if you would like to uh, get a shot of this <laughs> and Tanner dancing, yeah. you can uh, become a $2 patron for of the, the show. For those listening to the audio medium, I will say... Uh, Harry and Curtis are wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> yes. And it was very trippy because I thought I missed a memo. <laughs> no, so, just, uh, just happened. I was we wearing s- a different shirt earlier today, and I decided that I was going to change it up. So. I was as well. <laughs> and I and said, you both went with that. It up. Well, all right. Meant to be, I guess. Switch it up. Nobody, Let's go with, this, have my with the plain so. black tee. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Wow. Like fashion wrist. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I feel like a rebel, but that's just me. 
Okay. That sounded like a song lyric for yeah, some yeah. reason. That sounded like it was your, your SoundCloud yeah. intro. <laughs> SoundCloud. Okay, oh, so uh, we are reviewing Weller 107. Mm. And uh, Tanner has never had this before. That's true. Shocker and, to no one, because I've never had any of the bourbons we have. <laughs> and for anybody who needs a refresher or maybe a first-time listener, we have a review system of nose palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. And then... What was the nipple piercing thing? <laughs> oh, never pull fleshy piercings. Yeah. yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that was Chad. Oh, Chad I came up with Chad, that. Chad, I that hate you for that. Yeah, yeah. I cringe so every bad. time I No, I do it. too. It's awful. I always forget it. Um, so each category is out of five, and then we total everything up for a total out of 20. I tried to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> he brings Haunt, it up like every me. time that he's on, so it's almost impossible to... Um, anyway... Mm. What do you think about the nose, Tanner, as your first time? Hi, that's me. Yeah. That's my name. That's him. The watermelon one. Um, I just pointed to him on the video. Uh, You're missing so much by not uh, yeah, <laughs> watching the video. Should, you should see the video. I am wearing a shirt. Uh, it's good. It's subtle. It's not very aggressive of a nose. It's always been very like cherry heavy to me. Cherry and floral. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A mm. little bit of caramel hanging around, but not too much. It's almost like... It's almost like a cherry pie. Yeah. Like a cherry cordial. Like the Warrant song. <laughs> yes. Took me back to my guitar hero. We were talking years. about hey, we were talking about the eighties earlier. I'm I'm in a mood now. Yeah, there's still a little bit of heat on the nose too though. Yeah, I get Which I mean it's hundred and seven proof. So of course it's gonna there. there's gonna be a little no, bit of it. It's so good. I don't mean to influence you or anything. No no no, I mean that's helpful. And it's a lot one, of times I'm just like, what does that smell like? It's one oh seven proof. And we're talking about cherries. Sorry. We're talking about cherries and cherry pie and it just being sweet. Yeah. We're not talking about, wow, this is so oaky. This is so, you know, so much heat. Right. And I think it leads more credence to my theory that, you know, the lower I the agree. proof, it messes more with, yeah. you know, the bourbon overall. So, you know, yeah, that's just me. Um, have you taken a sip of it yet? No. Would you like to? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a sip of it then. All right. Oh, cheers, cheers, cheers. Little cheers, mm-hmm. little, little, little cheers where is he? I don't know what that said. I cheers after I took a sip of it. Sorry about that, but... Oh, dang. <laughs> hmm. We're all, like, sitting here watching Tanner to make sure yeah, that uh, he like, actually likes so it. so under but... surveillance. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, appreciating. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. Good. Did you make it? <laughs> You said that like you were part of the process. Thank you. You know, I put a lot of work into this. Curtis really? Conrad distill yes, it. You I can't have, see it, but. Uh... <laughs> wow, that's interesting. It keeps yeah. going. It's really full of flavor. It sits in your mouth for a while, mm-hmm. which is a very weird phrase, but it applies. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm still getting flavors from it. I get I get the cherry. I get, I get the wood. I also get a little bit of like, I think I've said this multiple times, but honeysuckle. Like yeah, I, get, I guess totally. that's the floral credit. Yeah, I think that, I think that's exactly what the what the floral note is on yeah, it though. It's, it's honeysuckle. It's it's that's something that like you don't hear much too, and I think that you've kind of, at least for me, brought it out a lot. Mm. Like really pinpointed it is, it's honeysuckle. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. it's not honey. It's not a sweet flower. It's honeysuckle, it's honeysuckle. very specifically. Yeah. Did you guys like? Try or did you guys like taste honeysuckles when you were kids? Not you as kids, you know but funny? I've had it. I, I didn't actually when I was kids, but more recently I tried it. Oh, and really? I was like, oh, this is so. My my <laughs> yeah. uh, babysitter had like just like rows of honeysuckle 
that we would just go out and pick and then just like and maybe that's why I'm so like used to the flavor of it. Um, well, it's all part of your palate development. Yeah, exactly. And so I, for me, anytime anything is like somewhere close to that, I'm just like, oh, it tastes like honeysuckle. Yeah, yeah for sure. I love this palette. But it's not... It's just... It, it's so well-rounded, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was going to say, I've mentioned only sweet things, but it's not overly sweet. No, I don't think so either. I think that it still has kind of a... Like a smoky-ish quality yeah. Yeah. to it that's not... It's, again, not overpowering or anything. It's just... Yeah. And I think it's more on, like, the finish of it. Mm-hmm. Like, on the back of the yeah, palette is when that, sure. that kind of happens. And that's what I really appreciate... Mm-hmm. And bourbons is when it goes from sweet to this, like, okay, we're going to have a little bit. I will say, though, I don't get a whole lot of the the standard vanilla or caramel notes sure. on it. I do a little bit caramel as I'm kind of talking and chewing through some of the flavors. Yeah. But I think vanilla is fairly absent, which I'm not upset about necessarily. But sure. it's just, you know, I'm noticing that it's not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, not in a bad way. It's just absent from the, the yeah, overall flavor. Yeah. I think the finish is incredible, though. I, the it it does go like a little bit bitter dark chocolate. Mm. The longer it sits there, yeah, no, I get that. But I I just think that it's a super pleasant finish, and like I just want to keep yeah drinking more of it and yeah. and everything. But what percentage of bitter chocolate would you put that at? <laughs> 90, 85? My God, Are we talking on the finish here? Oh, we're looking more at like a seventy. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even really understand. It's the funny questions. to see chocolates categorized like that, though. No, yeah, no. It's like, a that's real legit thing. how they categorize bitter chocolates. Yeah. Mm. It's like 85% bitter, 90% bitter. Did not know that. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were just messing with me. No, mm-hmm. it's a legit No, I, I'm not joking. <laughs> like, that's a real thing. Like, bake, some baking recipes will call for like 75% bitter chocolate. Yeah. And just that. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. And at some point, never heard of that before. It's milk or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the price on it. Okay. You can typically find this for. $25. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That is MSRP. Okay. MSRP yep. or sports win. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's wow. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I mean, price honestly, on. all Weller. That's a fantastic price. If you can yeah. get it at the retail price. And and stores will normally sell it. Most stores honestly, do. Yeah. But there are those scalper stores that will yeah. sell it for anywhere from $80 up all the way up to yeah. like 200 yeah. I mean, it's stupid. It yeah. is dumb. Yeah, and and I've even seen some stores that will price this lower than Special Reserve, which I don't understand. Weird. Like they'll do this at a hundred, and they'll do the that. Special Reserve at one hundred and fifty. I don't get it. That's strange. <laughs> I don't get it at all. Huh. Um, but anyway, I I love I love the price. It's just so yeah, hard. That price is insane, <laughs> dude. But even twelve years. I'm still year. processing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve years, thirty-five. Thirty-five to forty. Yeah. Yeah. And 35? we're uh, we're going to try and find a bottle of the Weller Crafter Perfect Bourbon, which is the new expression of Weller that yes. came out of uh, Buffalo Trace's Crafter Perfect Bourbon website, which is like you go through and you choose like all these different wow. things and like the recipe and how long it ages and, and oh, all cool. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they compiled all that information and they actually made a bourbon out of it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's very smart. We're going to try to find that, too. I said that this was, like, the final third in the triptych yeah. of <laughs> of the Wellers, but I realized that we have one more. Yeah. There may be a fourth panel of the painting. That yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> add on later. Okay, so, as I said, four, four categories. Notice the palette finished price. Who wants to go first? 
I think it's tradition now. It's tradition for, for Tanner to uh, go first. All right, so this is a good bourbon. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna mince words as I usually don't. Um, <laughs> this is a very good bourbon. Nose. I'm just being. If you're not watching, I'm just being stared down. You want me to look elsewhere? <laughs> I can fix my hair in the no, camera. No, you're if fine. You this okay. one over I'm my shoulder. Sure. Uh, no, nose. Hold on. I'm gonna get Smell another, it. I'm going to get another Give it a sniff. good sniff. Oh, God. What's that card from Cards Against Humanity? A good sniff? Oh, I don't know. I haven't played Cards Against Humanity. I, think it's, a card, I think it's a good sniff. This is... You know, my, my normal thing of, like, what, it, what I buy it as a candle, right? Sure. This isn't, like, strong enough to really know. For me, this nose is, like, very... I might be just stopped up or something. But this nose is, like, super subtle to me. Which isn't a bad thing. It's not, like, the best nose I've ever had on a bourbon. But it's good. So I'm going to say it's, like, a four. Um, palette, I think, is where it comes out and, and just blows me away. So I'm going to give that a five. Wow. Finish. The palette's really good. How often have you given a five on here, though? I don't know. Very rarely. I, I, am, I don't know if at I all. I am very impressed by this bourbon. I was, wow. Because I was worried that it was going to get docked with the price. That's why I was so shocked. Uh, finish, it's a little hot. Um, but it's a one like it's the I perfect could, makes I could get sense. That. I um, could get that. It just stayed for some reason. It's staying in my gums. The heat. Mm. Of it. I don't know why, but it's like still in the the bottom. Of the I can of I can see that like the back of my gums and then the right side of my my tongue, like yeah. the very back right side yeah. of my tongue. And I don't give half, so I'm gonna give it a that three. That was so specific. Uh, no, I mean that's that's where it sits for me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that's I get it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna give that a three, and then price is a five. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> this is the fact that it's twenty-five dollars MSRP is insane, yeah. dude. That's a seventeen out of twenty. That may be the highest score I've ever given. Um, I'm I'm give it some higher scores. I think you've had one. Let's look. It's got to be up there. That's the highest score you've hey. ever given. I think it's deserving. I think the price is what sways me. Um, behind that was Blanton Straight from the Barrel and Blanton's Gold. Uh, Elijah Craig Small Batch. Which, which was just 16 out of 20. Gotcha. So, I mean... It's right there. Yeah. Try this bourbon, especially if you can get it for that price. <laughs> Don't yeah. pay $80 for it. Don't pay... Oh, no, 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 no. If you can get it anywhere around 25 go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kurt, what about you? Nose, gonna give it a four. I just... I mean, I'm a sucker for the floral. So yeah. I'm a sucker so for the floral, like, kind of sweet notes. Just really, when you first smell it, I love. I just love having that feeling of like, oh wow, this smells really, really good, and it's not like too much. It's not too little. Sure. It's just enough. Um, yeah. So I'll give that a four. Palette. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Tanner too. Five. <laughs> like it just. Awesome. It has so. I love Antique 107. It's so good. Sure. You, there's no way that you expect it to be that proof, which I think it really goes with your theory on that. Yeah. Um, but it just. Yeah, it, it's sweet. Yeah, it it's has the florals. It has the smokiness, the oakiness. Yeah, all of that. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so I totally five. get that. Um, the finish, I'll say a four. Yep. Um, I like that it has some of that heat towards the end, uh, which, if anyone's listened before, I, that's usually how I, I I enjoy having some of that heat, and I sometimes I don't even notice it um, <laughs> compared to like you and you and uh, Tanner. Yeah, but I really like my it. Name? No, I I pointed to <laughs> Tyler. Yeah, I you and Trevor. No, I pointed to Perry. <laughs> he when almost I said, said he almost said Perry again. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Perry. Yeah, yeah. So 
<laughs> Didn't want to do that. Gotcha. And then the price, you got to give it a five. I mean, 25 bucks, man. That's insane. Seriously? Can I point something out really quick? Go ahead. Uh, in the description, which you all know I love to read, uh, there is a very unnecessary comma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to just cut to the line. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey using wheat, comma, instead of rye in his mash bill. That's not, you wouldn't pause there. You wouldn't say. No, you would go wheat instead of rye. Right, but there's not a second comma. So it's either no commas or a second comma. Okay. Instead of rye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey using wheat instead of rye in his mash bill. (laughs) That doesn't (laughs) flow at all. This copy's not very good. But the bourbon is, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Well, Curtis, you gave it an 18 out of 20, which is not your highest. Is it higher than the 12 year? um, I don't think it. Is it higher than the 12 year? Yes, it is. (laughs) By two points. He's confirmed it. Um, the system works. You yeah. gave the only thing you gave higher was blatant straight from the barrel at eighteen point five. Yeah, that was. Really and then all on your and then half points. And then our favorite uh, Henry McKenna. Uh, oh, Henry McKenna. Yes. Our favorite Henry McKenna bottle yes. at eighteen point five as well. Yeah. Um, I, damn half. Points. I can't. Well, I can't half count. Isn't bad. When you're getting the quarters, <laughs> well, then it's a little. Much. I can't I'm count curious. the. I can't count the William Lou Weller total. Because at that point we were only going three categories instead of four. Yeah. And like that was thirteen. Also, that was the 15. very, very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We've tasted exactly. a lot of bourbon since then. Yeah. Exactly. And how many were we up to, by the way? Like fifteen? So uh you guys specifically, I'm gonna go with Tanner because uh you've been on actually less episodes than, than Curtis has. By one, I think. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, just ten. Okay. Oh, this is the eleventh, actually. Okay. Um Curtis has had a few more than you have. One, two, three, four, five. It, yeah, already. What's Curtis the range? Has, Curtis has already had like um, six or seven more than than you have. But there was one episode, our holiday episode that you weren't on. We reviewed oh, like we reviewed home. like four different. Oh, okay, yeah. it was like like we had a good time. We had a good time. But overall, this is the forty third bourbon that we've reviewed oh, on the show. That's awesome. Um, and actually, you know, having gone through a review system and everything too, there have been a couple where we've just kind of talked about it. Sure. Uh, but this this is our forty third actual That's awesome. numerated review on the show. Yeah. And like at some point, I'm going to try to you know tally everything up and see what the specifics are and yeah. you know range and all that. And, th- and I'm not going to be a whole big nerd about it or sure. anything. But I'm curious. Freaking math. Nerd. I'm curious to some degree. Um, so for me, the the nose was actually the weakest point on this that's fair i thought that it was satisfying but i didn't think that it had enough to mm. entice like if i were judging it based solely on the nose i would have been like let's see what else you got sure um so i gave it a 3.5 actually which is not bad no, no. but i just thought that it was yeah I, I i thought yeah. it was a little i thought it was a little weak um palette for me was actually a 4.5 mm. um it's missing just a little bit. <laughs> the vanilla. Whatever. It's, it's missing just a little Whatever, something Perry. for me. And it well no, it's I'm not that necessarily. Very defensive. <laughs> it's really just a little something. It could just be that it's, you know, got a <laughs> bit too much heat on the palate for me or, or something like that. We lost Curtis. No, um, it's just funny the way he said it. <laughs> like it's um, just missing a little something. It's missing okay? something. You know, man. <laughs> Anyway, I just think that it could have a bit more to it. Um, and the the finish for me, though, was a four. 
just yeah. hard and fast. I thought that it had a lot of really great things going on. And even still, the finish is lingering mm. for me, and I'm picking up more of those chocolate notes yeah. as well. And then price was actually a 4.5. Oh, <laughs> get out. I just leave your own home. What's your <laughs> just leave. What's your five? What's my five on price? It better not be like it's I swear, Perry, if it is <laughs> Heaven Hill bottled in bond, your price is a five. Um, you know, we actually haven't reviewed that, like straight up reviewed that on the show. I don't even agree with what my five. Oh, wait, no, I was looking at the wrong category. Uh, I gave McKenna 10 year of five on price. How much is that? 30. 30, which now, like... 40. It's just different. That's the only five I've given for uh, price. Honestly, right. you know what? No, you know what? I've been swayed. <laughs> I will give it a five. All right, cool. Honestly. Yeah, kangaroo recorded you. If you're giving yeah. Kendra McKenna a five, like, you have to give this a five. Sure, sure. Um, so that brings my total up to, that's 12, uh, 17 out of hey. 20. So We're consistent among, I mean, uh, among I, the bunch here. It's... A really Buy fantastic it. bourbon. I hate that it's not more readily available. Yeah. But, yep. you know, it's I mean, it's, good. it's great stuff. Agreed. I really do enjoy it. This is a bourbon. Go to a bar and buy it. <laughs> this is a bourbon that I'm going to, if I'm ever anywhere, just going to make sure they don't have. And if they do, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the, and seriously, like, it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, if I yep. see it, I'm going to buy it. No, no, I don't. I mean, I, I typically do too if I can find it. Yeah. But also, you know. Find. Sure, exactly. That's what I'm it's saying. Annoying. If I ever see it. Even if yeah. I have a stocked bar, I'm just I got, I got to get it. I got a call from a, a liquor store in Lexington, and they said, "Hey, we have twelve here. You want a bottle?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Do you have one hundred seven? They said, "Nope." Huh. And so you said, "Never mind. I'll take the twelve year." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean that I. It's true on, on. I mean, according to my ratings and what I say, like antique one hundred seven, I think is better than twelve year. Yeah. Well, Personally. Um, that about does it for our review. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cut the video, but thank you guys for watching over on Patreon. Appreciate that. I blocked Curtis's face to wave. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bye. Uh, Bye. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and also, if you um, have not subscribed on Patreon and would like to watch this video and future ones, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. And become a $2 patron, and then you will be able to see this. Yay! At least $2, and then it will go up. But anyway, do you mind cutting the video? Buy the video? Oh. No. Stop! <laughs> Siri! No. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa! Oh, whoops. Hey, Google! They actually have Google over there. Yeah. Okay, Google. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So uh, that does it for our review. We're going to move now on to our infamous segment. Tips and bits. Yeah. I uh, it's been a long time since we've done tips and bids. Again, every time that you're on an episode, I feel like you sing that song. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys' tips and bits this week? Curtis? <laughs> um get engaged. Find true love. Aww. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean honestly. You dorks. Honestly, find true love. I, I'm People can't take that home and go listen to it and watch it and play it. I will say that. Or read it. Um, it's awesome. It's really great. But I will say... Um, I had it in my... I can't remember now. This is why you write it down. I know. <laughs> or just have a great... A mind like a steel trap. Like I oh, did. okay. Well, jeez. Uh, are you done? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I have another one. You out of here, rookie? Okay, cool. Uh, I have a couple. 
as always. Uh, one of Music. them is Amine's album "Good for You." Uh, Amine was was yes. the guy who did the really song good. "Caroline" that got really big. Okay, uh, but the whole album is fantastic. If you yeah. like sort of happy rap, is sort of the the genre I would put him in. Yeah, like, like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, like Chance okay. or Kyle Fair. or Dram or something Russ. like that. Yeah. Um. So. If you like that sort of genre, I highly recommend that album. I've just been listening to it a lot. It's from last year, but I've just been listening to it a, a, a whole a whole lot. Uh, also, The Adventure Zone, the podcast that I think I shouted out in the very first episode, uh, just put out a graphic novel, uh, which is a D&D podcast. I think you did talk about that. It, yeah. it, if it wasn't the first episode, I think it was like the first time we did Tips and Bits sure. as a group or something. Uh, but they just put out a graphic novel that is fantastic. Um, it's based on the first arc of the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, and it's a really, really cool way to go through it. Could you imagine if we did that with our show? Oh, oh my God. There it would just be, be miserable. just Big Bird in every panel somehow. Just Big hiding. Bird. And then there's like tomato soup in the, in the kitchen somewhere. Um, but it is a really cool read. I'm not doing it We should get a can of tomato soup. And just put it in the video. Just hide it. Yeah, put it in the video. Hide it every time. Uh, but it's a very fantastic Man, I'm having this novel. really good tomato soup lately. The last thing is... Uh, Campbell's. You ever heard of it? God of War. The newest one? Yes. I've heard such good things it's about it. Maybe... Like, it is the first game I've played since The Last of Us, which is my favorite game of all time, that I've gone... This competes. Really? This could be... Wow. I don't think it's wow. my favorite game of all time, but it's definitely top five easily. It's up there. It's fantastic. Sure. Absolutely good. Which how excited are you of... For Spider-Man? Last Spider-Man looks so Oh, Last of Us 2, I'm going to, like, retire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take, like, a week's vacation, no joke, to play that game. The Spider-Man uh, video game looks so good. It looks so though. good. Yeah, I mean, it comes it out just, really soon, September 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my first tips and bits is uh, actually a do not recommend... Don't drink 36 different bourbons <laughs> in one day. <laughs> uh, there was just like, I had to get Hardee's afterwards. <laughs> just to sober up. Lucy, Lucy goes, not even just to like, no, just to get edge. myself, yeah, just yeah, to get just myself to get through the there. rest of the day. And like, I still had dinner afterwards too. <laughs> and like there was a commercial on out. for like their, uh, their sliders. And Lucy goes, is that what you got? And I go, no, I got a burger that was way bigger than my face is <laughs> just so I could survive. After yeah. 36 I, I would just, not be alive. I'd be eating my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of uh, thought about it. Looks good. Um, you didn't get sick? Didn't get sick? That's impressive. That's a, that's very impressive. Thank your liver. I, I was a little hungover the next day, but also like I was done drinking by about two o'clock. Oh. Okay. So I had that's enough and like I was sober hungover. Yeah. Away. Well, I texted Chad like later in the night and I said, <laughs> I feel like I'm awake during like the sleeping part of a hangover. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> Staying awake through the hangover. Oh, it was miserable. Yeah. I still think the most hungover I've ever been waking up the next day was after your thing. Your like when we were at your house or your not your house, but with your and Lucy's thing. I don't know. Oh, are the uh, um stock of bar. bar. I didn't know if you wanted me to yeah. say it or not. Oh, speaking no, of which, right. Allie <laughs> and I will be having a stock yes, of bar party. Yes, Both of you again. are invited. Hopefully okay, Prince doesn't great. die again so we can <laughs> so we cry and listen to the greatest hits. He comes back and then dies again. <laughs> yeah, just in time for that. You know what would be hilarious? I'm so hungover that next day. Is to get really drunk and then do a podcast that night? Oh my god. <laughs> Down. Let's do it. Okay, great. All Curtis right. is committed. It's going to be like a 10 minute episode. because I guess like, I can't, oh yeah, I can't sure. host my own party, but we're going to host my own sure, party. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll make something. We'll make something happen. Um, also, I recently saw I, Tonya. 
Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Okay. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. It's on Hulu, right? Um, I can't remember. Or Amazon Prime. It's on one of those streaming services. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was on one of those that we, yeah, when yeah. we watched it. But it's it's good. It's not great, but I think that Margot Robbie gives a really good performance. She's fantastic. It. I watched yeah, Wolf I, of Wall Street I, again recently, and she's yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean, I like every... Well, side note, she's great in that movie. Uh, so where can people find you guys on social media if they would like to follow up with you? On Instagram, I am KurtCon, and on Twitter, Kurt underscore Con 15. My phone just went off. Sorry. <laughs> you go ahead, Tim. Okay, uh, I'm at Dormstreams, D-O-R-M-S-T-R-E-A-M-S. Uh, I nailed that. Uh, on everything, Instagram, Twitter. Way to go. Twitch, yeah, all of it. <laughs> so proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm at PRitter1492. Personally, if you would like to follow up with the show, we are at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Again, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast. You can also send us emails with questions, comments, or whatever if you use uh, thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. And speaking of the bourbon shop, you can buy our merch and apparel and all that good stuff if you head to bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, we have a lot of good stuff up there. We've had some uh, pretty good... Hello, Marie. Um, we've had some pretty good response uh, recently on that as well. No, you go ahead. Have a pour. No, I'm going to drive home. Okay, whatever. All right, that's fine. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, live streams on Tuesday night uh, over on Instagram and Facebook. I might switch the Facebook over to YouTube. I'm not entirely sure yet. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Give us a five-star rate and review on iTunes and wherever else you can give reviews. I don't know if you can do it anywhere outside of iTunes. but Pond me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, give us a five-star rate and review. We, we appreciate it. Um, guys, thank you all so much, of course, Thanks for, for being us. on. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while, but we'll do it again soon. Don't sing the song. Um, <laughs> you were going to sing the song. I knew I know, you were going to sing the song. Um, <laughs> Next week, I am actually going to be having Chad and Swan on at the same time. I've not had the both of them on, oh. on an episode before. Sean. Sh- sure. Swad. Swad. Swaddy. Um, so that's going to be a, a lot of fun. I will see you very soon. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Curtis. I'm Perry. Oh, okay. This is our perfect <laughs> podcast, I guess. Oh, that was awkward. <laughs>